from Central Florida, Wabam HQ. It's Orlando, Florida's biggest nights. The fifth annual Wabami Awards. Welcome. My name's Ernest. My name is Business Casual Hunter. And I'm Drew, and I'm going to need you in my office right now. Are you in like sexy boss kind of voice? What is that? You missed your you missed your Discord appointment, kitten. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We're here. It's the fifth annual Wabamis. We're celebrating the year uh, 2023 in film and a little TV. You know, mm-hmm. a little sloppy, a little globesy. I, we've often been compared to the Golden Globes. Often, often, yes. And that like we can very easily be bought. Yeah. So our we're, first category, best race. We're, <laughs> we're all dressed Whites up. Whites are a heavy favorite coming in. <laughs> we're all dressed up. And, uh, you know, I really wanted to be in solidarity with the hashtag Hillary Barbie uh, mm-hmm. movement. <laughs> But my uh, Barbie shirt got pasta on it when I was having dinner. So I had to change. So I had to settle for black tie. That's fucked up. So you're not Kenef, is what you're saying? No, not today. It's exciting. Celebrating another year in film. Giving out awards. If you haven't tuned in to the past Wabami Awards, this is our award show. This is our uh, our, our way to to really prove to the people how how silly these things are and why ours is the best of all the award shows. Um, I don't have it with me right now, but we give out a uh, Oscar-like statuette. I'm going to superimpose it into my hand here. Uh, a, a virtual Scoot Hog, a Scoot McNary little golden man. Make, make sure, remember, Ernest, this is on YouTube, so you got to do a lot of blurring. Like yes, You basically extra. don't see the bottom half of the trophy if you're watching on YouTube because it's all blur. Uh, every winner will get a, uh, beautiful golden scoot hog. Um, and we have a list of categories here that we go through. Uh, these originated, uh, five years ago and they've been slowly tweaked throughout the years. I think, you know, we kind of combine some, then we uncombine some, then we add some, we I got some say, away. So the, the first year, I think I did the most of the categories right uh really blown away by myself back then i had i had creative energy right just flowing where we're it still, like not to be depressed what happened to it i know like where did it where did i go we're we're still vibing off of that energy right now that's fast. it's it's still happening here i'll let you know if i think of anything uh really funny this uh this award show does not have any uh speeches so there will be no acceptance speeches to keep things moving. There will, there will, be, there will be there will be a lot of speeches, though. <laughs> it's sort of the nature of the medium. Yeah, it's like it's like if if Jimmy Kimmel just talk the entire yeah. time. And we're not trying to converse with one another so much as we are trying to just like fight over who gets the, to say like, their oh, idea. Yeah, it's my the, turn. The loudest. Say the thing. Yeah. So there will be some monologue. Yeah. The. Right? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, I hope that you are superimposing clips into each of these things. Oh, I want yeah. like a lot of montages of movies. Clips I want like, this uh, like, like Pusha T and Malice clips, right? right. Yeah. Produced by Pharrell. Like clipping. Clipping. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, the way this works is we basically the the system for the majority of these categories. This might change for a couple curveballs thrown in here. Um, I have a list of nominees that will be revealed as we go 
the boys do not know what I've chosen, but you guys have your own picks. So um, based on my nominees, you guys will either decide on one of those or you get to nominate something yourself. And if you both agree on it, that's the winner. They mm-hmm. get the Wabami. And if you don't, then I'll be the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty simple stuff. Really? It, it makes the Oscars look like a fucking joke. Yeah. yeah what the fuck are they doing? Oh, oh, sample size. Why Ooh, is it just diverse three voting body? guys? Just three dudes should be the decision makers behind everything. Mm-hmm. Also, we were talking about this right before we started recording. Drew and I are wearing suit jackets. There is a bet um on the markets over what the time code will be when they come off mm-hmm. that's a great i'm question. not going to tell you guys i placed it and i won't i won't say anything to sway you one way or another but i have i have a, a number i'm gonna head. start taking it off and look at your face to see if you're happy or it's not. not it's not that i'm like calling my people <laughs> it's not that hot right now no um i might go i'm gonna i'll open the door over here and turn on the ac let it like blast straight on (laughs) well it depends on how much how much alcohol there is involved i'm just gonna be like pumping you guys up like let's all take fireball shots that is that's the hard part i am wearing this to a wedding in less than a month and i'm not dry cleaning it in between now and then (laughs) and it is in central america so we gotta we gotta (laughs) keep it uh low temp yeah i mean you're 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 warming it up. You know, you're test driving it. Mm-hmm. What you're doing. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. So I got the handy dandy wheel of names here. Uh, wheel of categories, I should say, uh, to choose where we start. You know, and th- there's a couple categories that are the big dogs uh, that we'll save for the end. But we'll basically go in order on the sheet here. And um, it's a lot of categories, but we like to move swiftly here. Mm-hmm. Taylor uh, swiftly. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts before we before we get started? It was a good year. Um, I liked it. One of my friends got married. Um, hey. Oh no, not you. Um, no, it was a, it was a nice year, and I liked it. And uh, I can't Greta believe Gerwig this and, is the fifth and Noah Baumbach. Yeah, those are my friends. talking about. Yeah, those are yeah. my two fans. Good um, good movies last year. Great. Yeah, I, I was looking at the the best picture nominations, the Oscars. They were recording after, right after they got announced, and it is just an all timer. Yeah, it really that. genuinely. To to imagine where we were in 2020 and 2021 compared to now, my God, yeah, Dire Straits. It was really I, bleak. If <laughs> I could go back and watch a bunch of really bad movies so I could participate in our discourse more at the time, I would not. And yeah, I'm, no, really, I'm really glad I didn't watch all those good movies idea. that you guys watched. It is one of those things where, like, I'm like a movie like May December misses out on Best Picture, and you're like, oh fuck this. But then it's just like, well, I mean. American fiction isn't a bad movie. Maestro isn't a bad movie. So it's like it, it, there, there is no green book. There is no like Joker right. or or don't look up or. Yeah, yeah. there's no true shit. Right. In right. There. I am naive. Now we're exclusively talking about shitty films in this this award show. Uh, this is like the Razzies. It's, but like, it's, it's, it's a balance. Good. You know, some yeah. people say it's a gift. <laughs> Don't don't jump the gun too hard, Drew. Don't don't so, don't blow all your powder here. If anyone still hasn't seen Made, I hadn't seen it when I heard Hunter's impression last mm-hmm. week. Truly, he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, it, it's mind blowing how good it is. Let me tell you, <laughs> I've been doing this voice oh, God. around Wife of the Pod Gaia That's for so the last four weeks, and she's going to punch me in the throat. That's the last voice you hear before it, <laughs> it's all over. Before you are split right up, like from the legs up. <laughs> all right, I'm spinning the wheel. Here we go. Spinning, spinning. 
Oh, this is an interesting one to start with. This one was originated last year. It was a new category last year. The first category of the night, the fifth annual Wabamis, is best performance in a bad movie. Awesome. Okay. Best performance nice. in a bad movie. Kind of a it's kind, kind of, of a best weird supporting actor. Kind of no. a weird way to start the night. It's it's starting with best supporting actor in a way, but best supporting actor in a bad way. I need to unredact mm-hmm. the uh the cell here. The nominees are Jack Dylan Grazer in Shazam 2, Corey Stoll in Ant-Man 3, Jack Black in the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's a great nominee. Uh Phoebe Wallerbridge in Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny. Iman Vellani in The Marvels, Jacob Elordi in Saltburn, Sasha Cal in The Flash, Paul Dano in Dumb Money, and John Boyega in They Clone Tyrone. Man, so, just mad shade for Dumb Money and They Clone Tyrone. I, I wouldn't call those I, bad movies. They're more just unsuccessful. Can I throw a big one out here that you missed? Yeah, of course. Jason Momoa in Fast X. Oh, that is a good one. Jason Momoa in Fast X is he's actually giving like a legitimately great performance in a movie that. Listen, I had a blast while watching it. That movie might be like dog shit, but I had a great time while watching it. I have another because of him. I have another really strong contender. I think Uh, Dave Bautista in Knock at the Cabin. Ooh, that is another good mm, one. He's awesome. Let's go. Um, I have Knock at the Cabin down on another <laughs> category there, coming there up. There are a few good performances in that movie, but he is really magnetic to watch in that movie in a way that he hasn't gotten to before where you're like really zoomed in on his weird fucking head like the whole movie. Uh, I loved him in the movie. Listen, that movie is so fucking dumb. You haven't seen The Parakeet King his performance as the Parakeet King and the Boy and the Heron. You're so right. Which is the most perfect casting of Dave Bautista that he's I've really, ever seen. Um, he's really I would also like to nominate no one from the movie Cocaine Bear, unfortunately. Oh, you don't, <laughs> not even not the, the bear? bear? No, <laughs> the bear. Especially not the bear. That's tough. That's tough for the bear. He was really hoping for this might have been his only nomination and he just he, he didn't get it. Honestly, Margot Martindale's in that movie and she's like funny, but like. I'm sorry. That movie's not salvageable. Um, I think I'm between uh, Jason Momoa or uh, Jack Black in Super Mario movie. The thing is, like, is Super Mario movie a bad movie or is it just a kid's movie? Is it just a dumb mid's kid? It's just a mid little little thing. I I wouldn't call it bad. But, you know, none of these are abhorrent. They're just like Saltburn's not bad. It's just not. Well, is so is a Lordy head and shoulders above everyone else in that movie? Is not necessarily. That's that's Mm -hmm. he was just kind of my favorite. Yeah. Aspect. I thought he kind of did what he was trying to do the best out of anybody. Um, I I want to I want to just shout out Paul Dano and Dumb Money um, because that movie is not not really good, but. He is in like the best version of that movie. He's the main character. He plays the the guy who like was kind of the truth seer of the the GameStop stonks, the the Twitch He's just streamer out there on Wall Street bets. He's yeah. uh, what's his name? Um uh, Roaring Kitty, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um he had a, a he had one name on Twitch and then another one on Reddit. I, I forget which one is which. Um just wait. It just you're you're all gonna look so stupid. Yeah, fucking paper hand bitches. He's he's fantastic in the movie. The problem with that movie is that there's way too many characters, so it's just it's incredibly watered down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's like a tweet by someone with Twitter pr- premium. Right, too many characters. Too many characters. <laughs> so okay, so they would never make it on USA. So now. our our, our <laughs> two our two n- picks are Momoa and Fast X and Bautista and Knock at the Cabin. 
is what I'm picking between. Yeah. Okay. I think Knock at the Cabin is I think Fast X and Not Knock at the Cabin are not that distant in terms of quality, but the That's so much more of a of an indictment on Knock at the Cabin than it is in Fast X. Oh, also, by the way, Jack Black <laughs> is a great yeah, I think that's a great one. Too. I, I want you to pick from those three. I really couldn't choose. I, I, I didn't see Fast I'd be happy X. With all three of those. I did not see Fast X. I'll say that. <sighs> I don't know if Knock at the Cabin is a bad movie, but it didn't. It's not it, a good. It movie. didn't make me feel great. I had fun with Fast X. Most of it due to Momoa. I think that <sighs> I'm very Momoa, Momoa and Jack Black are the two. Like, if you're looking at the the separation between great performance and quality of movie that is the widest gap it's between those two i here's where i'm at i think as fun as momoa is he doesn't really get the movie over any type of threshold i think bautista makes knock at the cabin like a much more watchable film i do like some of the other performances in that movie um but i think bautista Tista might be doing the best work in it. I, I might regret this, but Bautista. All right. Well, congratulations. Bautista wins the first on the first Scoog Hog, Scoog Hog now, of the night. Now, may I congrats. May I offer us a a, uh, a suggestion of the a change in the run of show? I know that we're doing the wheel generally, but I think this pairs well with uh its sister category. So if you yes. can, can we do that one now? Yes. So right next to it is um worst performance in a good movie. Mm-hmm. The nominees This is this might be my favorite category of all are. It, it really requires a lot of like critical thought. You know what I mean? Hugh Grant in Wonka, mm. Shailene Woodley in Ferrari, <laughs> Will Farrell in Barbie, and mm. Jay Baruchel in Blackberry. <sighs> We're, th- I, this is very loose with the number of nominees. There's going to be a lot of fluctuation. Listen, we aren't so. stuck there. We're, there are going to be no snubs here tonight. No <laughs> snubs. We're a very anti-snub in the Woban podcast. Listen, uh, I don't think that we had a chance to talk. Did we talk about Ferrari on the pod or not? A little bit, yeah. I think we did. Yeah. Um, my feelings about Shailene Woodley are very clear that I think that it might be like the worst casting I've ever seen in my entire life. So my pick is Shailene Woodley. I like Hugh Grant and Wonka. I think he is fun. Um, I think Jay Baruchel is uh, okay. He's pretty good. Um, and I think Will Ferrell is as uh, a performance fine. I just think that that whole uh, plot line sucks. Where are you at, Dream? I think I might have to defer to that because I generally am very pro being anti Shailene Woodley. <laughs> I don't like her. But like you're pro her as a person, right? Like her beliefs. Um, the, you really are waiting for her. The issue is the the attempt at a at a um at an accent. Yeah. That's the problem. Is like that move that performance is not that bad, but the fact that she tries so hard to do the Italian accent and fails so often, like most of her screen time is her just not nailing the attempt i think it has to be the pick even though i don't feel like any of these are like that bad but that one just stands out as like oh that's the most kind of egregious of I the bunch instead of doing jay baruchel you should have done uh whoever the makeup and hairstyling team was that set them with those wigs right that was the worst performance yeah. of the year and good maybe all right um, so yeah do i'm, we, I'm do we agree i'm searching my notes for an alternate and i i really I don't think I can find one. Shailene was the only name I wrote down coming in. So. Congratulations. 
Shailene Woodley, Michael Mann, um, Enzo Ferrari, mm-hmm. the country of Italy. Congratulations, Italy. On your scoot hog. Might not be the last time that we talk about man on this uh, this award show tonight. I don't think I'm going to do the applause every single time. Oh, you don't? Well, <laughs> should you have boos? Because technically, like, we're booing <laughs> Shailene Woodley for a bad performance. Uh, okay. That was a night of celebration. The next award is the Most Delightful, Joyous, Good Time Award. The nominees are Barbie, <laughs> The Holdovers, mm. and Wonka. Mm. I'm going to have to go Barbie with a bullet here. It's I don't think it's... I haven't seen Wonka. I hate to say it. Um, the Holdovers is one of my favorite movies of the year. I think it was my like number four, and Barbie was number three, but it's not joyous. It is not a joyous film. Um, I agree with that. The one I had uh, written down just as a nominee to shut up is Dungeons and Dragons Honor mm-hmm. of Thieves. That's a good one. That is a like truly just a raucous fun time at the theater. Yeah. Go there. <laughs> it's a classic. You go. You have a couple drinks at Bar Louie. You have a smile. Maybe on your some face. apps. You wander in after happy hour and go see D and D and just have a great time. Um, but I'll go with Barbie. Oh, the jacket is off. Wow. Yes, the under hit, ladies and gentlemen. It hit. <laughs> That ooh twenty minutes okay yeah that's not bad I had twenty three minutes in my head so. <laughs> <laughs> that was the time that I had I this category to me is like when watching the film how much did you have a smile on your face for the duration of the movie and I think it's got yeah yeah it's Barbie it's got to be Barbie so congratulations Greta Gerwig Margot Robbie uh, Warner Brothers. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling on your scoot hog. Imagine if that was how they like congratulated them at the Oscars. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and good, good, uh, goodbye. Yeah. Good. Good job. <laughs> okay. That basically is what James Franco did. <laughs> <laughs> the next category is the most overrated, aka the one we didn't get. <laughs> the nominees are Godzilla minus one. Terrible take. Awful. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mutant Mayhem. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Saltburn. I know you just I, saw Godzilla. So here's the thing. And you're if we automatically could eliminating this. this podcast, uh, then, or if we could re record Listomania, Godzilla would be in my top 10. So I'll oh, not man. put that in uh, the most overrated. Um, you liked it that much. I was yeah. very sleepy. Uh, well, now it's playing in theaters. Godzilla minus one minus color. Okay. Which the, is incredible. A I black and white version of the, the film. The question here is. Are we saying overrated in terms of like film people or overrated in terms of like the general? It could be anything. It could whatever, whatever your heart desires. Because like is Saltburn overrated? I think that it's like probably it's It's been it's been number one on Letterboxd for multiple weeks now. All the all the the girlies, all the girlies are seeing it. Yeah. The the TikTok uh, impressions, the 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 amount of like uh, content around the film is more than probably any other movie this year. Yeah. I want to say, <laughs> I think that like in our close circle, um, for me, it's guardians three. Cause I feel like I'm the only one who guardians three didn't really work for. Um, I think it's kind of like borders. Uh, we talked about it on the pod back then, but it, like teeters on like animal brutality porn in a yeah. way that I did not appreciate and just doesn't overall work. Um, but I'm okay with Saltburn too. Team and is a great movie. I won't stand for slander for that or Godzilla. So what's the pick? I don't Salt, know. Saltburn got some ba- BAFTA noms. 
because so I that would, kind of puts it if over. I wanted to be really <laughs> spicy, are the Baftas anymore? <laughs> if I wanted to be really spicy, but I don't think it quite works. I would say the killer in terms of like film people, but even film people aren't that high on yeah, the fucking they, killer. No one's really talking for all the killers. For all the you know, in defense of the killer takes that you see, like no one has it in their top ten, right? And there's a reason. It's not awesome. It's like a, it's a really good movie, except for like Chris Ryan. It's like the only person. <laughs> I want to say one that like I I think it's just because it's it's just got like six Oscar nominations but I don't is American fiction that good? Ooh, this is a spicy take. American fiction's like pretty good and I think that that's about it. I really like that movie. It's really good. It's it's, it's sat good. really well really in my good. head. Really good, I don't know, but I I I'm not going to I wasn't going to actually nominate it. I just wanted to just wanted to throw You notice what there. I didn't include in there? Hmm. Huh. The color purple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, Ernest. I know what you want to give it to. You can, you can throw it in there. Throw it on the I nominees. Throw it on I the did. nominees so that I we said can I, say no. I didn't nominate should, it for the award. We, should we overpower him and <laughs> should we make both it, say make that, it the so. winner? And the blood's on his hands. <laughs> um, I, I, another like film guy one that it, it won't win here because you guys haven't seen it but it's showing up the kelly record movie but it feels wrong to call a kelly record film overrated because yeah. like what are what are we doing here but it's one that we didn't get um i think i, I, I think it's got to be saltburn I, i'm cool with saltburn we can give it saltburn it's just the amount of attention on that movie you're right the the conversation right i actually had a, a, a couple conversations with people who said they really enjoyed it like and a lot of a lot of the TikToks I've seen are very positive. Yep. Like they're not taking the movie down. Like, this is very much like intro to psycho thriller. You mm -hmm. know, it it's it's very much like baby's first American psycho or you know, something like that. Fucking get cook, <laughs> cook those women who and like this movie. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's why congratulations, um. Emerald Fennel. Jacob Alordi, Barry Kogan. I want to give an honorable mention here to Cocaine Bear in terms of like impact because so many people saw it. Even like even some film people were like, no, it's like really fun. It's not. It's not fun. It's not good. No one should have seen it. It's a bad, bad movie. Uh, all right. Congratulations, Team Saltburn on your scoot hog. The next category is Most Tears, a.k.a. the Gut Punch Award. Why the isn't nominees. it called Most Tears, a.k.a. The Jerker? <laughs> write that down. Yo, okay, write that, write that down. <laughs> Check, yeah. check, <laughs> The nominees are The Last of Us, okay. Reservation Dogs, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, The Iron Claw, and All of Us Strangers. <sighs> Those are good nominees. Can I throw one more at you? Of course. Past Lives. Yeah. That is a gut Past punch. Lives did uh, yeah. make me cry multiple times while watching Past Lives. I would, I would have to vote for that. Um, the, I don't know, though. Um, you, you threw me for a loop with The Last of the Us. Last, I was going to say The Last of Us is the only other one. It elicits some some tears. It, I think I'm multiple episodes. Yeah. But There's past lives, more of it. But the, <laughs> the, the lasting reputation of past lives will be that it like guts you at the end. Like it makes you cry. I mean, you know what until I mean? Until you see the Iron Claw. 
I, that's the thing is I know just from just from <laughs> knowing the real life and yeah yeah well yeah just and knowing people who have seen it I know that the winner should probably be Iron Claw. It's the entire last hour of the Iron Claw is kind of just one. It's repeated gut punches. It's the, it's body blows. The the last scene of that movie is the is the gut punch of the year. Like that is the most like I cannot control myself. I have to just ugly sob right now. Even even the toughest, mm. the toughest of nails, the manliest of men will fall to their knees. You know what? With you, the conclusion of the Iron Claw. You swayed me. I'm, I, we can give it to the Iron Claw. You good with that, Drew? Yes. The story, the real life story is the biggest gut punch. So uh, Congratulations, Team Iron Claw, Zach Efron, Sean Durkin on your scoot hog zach you don't have an oscar nomination but you do have a scoot hog can we talk about that real quick i i realize like with the conversation on like snubs which i don't want to derail this podcast to talk about that because it is a dead brain conversation but zach efron not being nominated i think is just i think there were just too many movies like the iron claw should have been a 2024 movie it would have the the slate is light this year. They I could have pushed it. They really could have, and I think it would be like a very heavy Oscar front runner if they would have pushed it. Like I don't really know. Honestly, A twenty four was killing it for years and years, and this is kind of just a year where it feels like they flubbed a couple different things. They it got, worked out they better got for zone, zone of Interest. Yeah. But that's just because that's such an international movie that I think that that's less of a A24 thing and more of a respect, like international respect for Jonathan Glazer as a filmmaker mm -hmm. and the story that he's telling. Um, I even like Past Lives. I think Past Lives just got across the finish line. And why didn't that movie come out in October? It, yeah. I mean, at least I, they got the nom. Yeah. They, they got it across. But Greta Lee didn't get one. Right. Which is uh, – I. If we're going to go through the list of snubs and everything else, that is a uh, hashtag Hillary Barbie. Um, hashtag Annette Benning and Nyad. <laughs> who, a Nyad, a film that we have all seen. Um, uh, congratulations, Iron Claw, on your scoot hog. The next category is the Nostalgia Award. The nominees are Super Mario Brothers movie, Barbie, The Flash, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, and Ahsoka. So historically, we've given this award out as kind of like negative, as a little bit of like a tongue in cheek. Yeah, um, it's it's gone to films such as Spider Man No Way Home, and I think last year we it, gave it to Top Gun Maverick. It's well, yeah, okay, that's what I was wondering is because it's a little bit generally of a member berries kind of award yeah. over actually like something that's like oh nostalgic for things that shifted a little bit last year. Um, I am I kind of want to give it to Indiana Jones in the Dial of Destiny because I think that that movie only exists because of nostalgia and it also failed because of said nostalgia. Okay. Um yeah, I mean Indiana Jones is old as fuck. Like bringing him back, that's yeah. the definition. It's of nostalgia. nostalgia for baby boomers. But Super Mario Brothers is a thing where it's like that IP, it makes sense that you would try a Mario movie. Even Barbie, it's like, that would make sense that you would want to try that. What about Blackberry? Sure, but that movie's not really making you think about Blackberry, like, the phone. Uh, I remember when I had a Blackberry. It's just, you're remembering an era. Um, That's fair. Let me just say Ahsoka, like the nostalgia for like hayden christensen oh yeah and like the prequels i refuse to watch one second one frame of ahsoka but that might be it. it's yeah. it's pretty tough yeah 
it's like, oh, let's bring back all our own. Bring back Hayden Christensen. Yeah. So funny. And I, I know <laughs> that a lot of people liked it and, you know, it was like a big deal, but it's just, it's not what you want. You know what feels really nostalgic for like a life that we have not lived in any way is the holdovers. Like, mm, okay. That, you don't have a positive that nostalgic. Ga- that gave me like the strongest feeling of yeah. nostalgia. And yeah. it's trying, you know, with the, with the old school, like full focus features logo at the beginning. Yeah. Like, it's really trying to. Yeah. And all like the crossfades. Yeah. Like it, it feels so nostalgic. You know, a, a movie that like remind me a lot of like missing my mom's birthday was Bo's Afraid. That was a deep oh nostalgic God. movie. <laughs> Just felt like home. <laughs> what are we feeling? Indie? Um, I, I guess if you're going that like that idea of nostalgia drew i would say air is probably another one that's just like a mm-hmm. nostalgic for man oh the magic of capturing mike yeah before he was air, michael jordan no i hate to say it i've seen air a few times now because it's a great movie to show your family um it get the the little monologue that damon has where it cuts to jordan's career goosebumps like it's incredible it's har- hardcore listen. goosebumps so i guess you're right even though i was not alive for anything except for wizards jordan who was <laughs> absolutely washed Still averaged twenty five and five. Well, by the way, when he was washed, so, guy's n- awesome. Nostalgia in an era with like nobody was averaging twenty five points per game. Nostalgia is what like longing for a time long past or for a feeling. Webster's Dictionary defines <laughs> nostalgia as like which which one of these uh, like kind of captures. Do we want to go that? positive or negative? We've gone negative in the past, and last year we kind of switched it into a positive thing. I don't know if Spider Man was necessarily negative. Like that's a good movie. Yeah, great movie. But it's maybe it make you remember. Yeah, I remember Toby. I remember. I remember Otto. Like it, it brings back uh, the idea of just bringing back characters, like you know Hayden Christensen or Michael Keaton in The Flash, you know, or Harrison Ford with a rocker. Let me just say, hold on. I need to let let me just talk about The Flash real quick oh, because Jesus, fuck the nostalgia moment. Of like, oh, we need to bring back like AI generated Christopher Reeve. I forgot about and that. Adam oh. West. Like that is that is de- demonic shit that that movie did. It's like, no, we're we're not just gonna bring Michael Keaton back. We're also gonna do like AI Christopher Reeve Superman, George Reeve Superman, who had like a tragic end to his life because he played Superman. We're also gonna bring him back. It's disgusting. I- I also, I honestly don't even want to give it an award. I forgot that all of that happened. That's how like little of an impact the Flash also was nostalgia so for a Nicolas Cage Superman yeah, movie that this, never this. happened. <laughs> nostalgia for a movie that never even got made. Oh fuck, maybe it is the Flash. <laughs> it's so gross. My vote will go to Air. Personally, um, I'm okay with Air. <laughs> I don't want to give the Flash yeah, it's the too fucking gross. time of day. It's too gross. You gave it too much just then. <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Ben Affleck. Why didn't we? Maddie D. For the uh, best Team performance Aaron. in a bad movie award, we should have given it to the second Ezra. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> one. That's one, the one that commits hate crimes. Right? <laughs> one gets best performance in a, in a bad yeah, movie. And the other one the gets other. worst performance <laughs> in a good, good movie. movie. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Air, on your Scoot Hog. The next award is the Oh Yeah, I Didn't See That, I'll Have to Check It Out Award. Now, this is this category. Uh, this is like your bread and butter, right? And we're we're back, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because for a few years there, there were just, there were no movies that anyone even wanted to check out. Right. 
So, yeah. uh, okay. We're back in business. The nominees are Anatomy of a Fall. Oh, yeah. Rustin. Oh. All of Us Strangers. <laughs> Killers of the Flower Moon. The Zone of Interest. How to Blow Up a Pipeline. Eileen and The Boys in the Boat. So this is absolutely <laughs> stacked. <laughs> this is bit, this is the most stacked this lineup is like, of this category. This is like best supporting actor this year at the Oscars. <laughs> like holy shit. Anatomy of a Fall, any any foreign film is going to have an insane pull yeah. here because yeah. like that is the one thing that everyone's like, "Oh, I should totally watch that." Yeah. And then you think about it and you're like, "Yeah, but then I couldn't really look down at my phone at all because I'd have to be reading the fucking, <laughs> yes. you yeah. know, Drive My Car one 2 years ago." Oh, who could who could forget? Yeah. <gasps> um awesome movie also but uh that's a great one i also i think zone of interest is also a strong one because it's a topic that i I have to see that i'll have to check it out it's like yeah i i feel obligated to check that out (laughs) it sounds like an absolute bummer and i don't want to watch it but but i'll have to check it (laughs) out. but i probably have to check it out or else i'm like a bad guy I think that's kind of a great that's, choice. That's, yeah. That's a phenomenal choice. I'm kind of I'm going to vote for Zone of Interest because every time that it's brought up I'm like, "Oh, I got Well, especially I got to check it out. You have film guys being like, "No, this is the most important film." Yeah. Exactly. Now, no, no, no. Here's the thing like this isn't a movie. It's more of like a piece of art. Yeah. I've literally said this to you guys like, "Oh, I got to check that out." But then I I think about it just like logistically. I think about me getting home from work at like 7.30 p.m. Yeah. I'm really tired. Do you got to catch up on some TikTok. And we're just like, what if we told you that the sound is just blood-curdling screams <laughs> in the background the entire time? Gunshots hitting flesh. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, you know, I'm like, I'm never going to watch that. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm but but go, you'll have to check I it out. I already am I on board with out. the Holocaust <laughs> happening and being off. You do have a Summit Ice jacket. <laughs> I so do. it's like the same as six, watching. Six million. <laughs> I'm 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 already on board with all that, and <laughs> it's really great that maybe that penetrated some incel film bro who popped on Zone of Interest and right. was like, "Whoa, low key, like that may have happened, bro." <laughs> <laughs> There's some guy who's just like, "God, I love fiction." <laughs> just a big fan of the work. Man, can you imagine? <laughs> That's looks like it sci-fi. Anyways, I have sci-fi to get back to. I have to. I gotta remember to fund those uh those those planes to Israel. <laughs> Um, killers though, I think gotta shout it out. It's so think, it's so three long. and a half hours. It is so long. That's that's a huge winner, you know, for the category. Yeah, I you know, that does work in a way of just like telling people at my office like new Morton Scorsese yeah. movie, and they're like, Oh yeah, I gotta check it I gotta out. Check I, it out. <laughs> I love I love Goodfellas. Um <laughs> like those guys, that's something. Uh I will say, at least in the case of Anatomy of the Fall Zone of Interest and Colors of the Flower Moon. It's at least going to be in the Oscar conversation where a movie like All of Us Strangers might just dissolve into forever. Like, yeah, All of Us Strangers might be a movie that like years ago is like, ah, never check that one out. And it's a great movie. I mean, I <laughs> I um, I mentioned when we did our um, when we did our best movies of the year, we we didn't get a chance to do honorable mentions because we ran so long. Um, but I think my 11 through 20 are all included somewhere in these categories. Anatomy of a Fall and All of the Strangers are probably the two best movies that were not mentioned in that episode that are on my 11 through 20. Like, Anatomy of a Fall is an incredible movie. Anatomy of a Fall is so good. Nominated for also, Best Director and Best Picture. A good thing about Anatomy, Anatomy of a Fall, while it is a foreign film, it's very accessible. Like, it's very funny. There's a, 
a steel drum uh, acapella version of PIMP yeah. is like a core point of yeah. the movie. <laughs> like they just keep playing this and they're like, it's a deeply misogynistic song, PIMP. It's it's a movie it's to funny. toss over in your head and like have conversations mm-hmm. about and like kind of it, it doesn't it doesn't make it easy for you to to decide like what happened. Yeah. It's it's a courtroom drama and it kind of like subverts a lot of your expectations mm. about what courtroom drama movies are. I think that more people will watch uh, Anatomy of the Fall, especially in the next month or so, since there's going to be the whole like Justine Trier got the best director yeah. nomination. It's going to be on Hulu. She took too. the one woman spot because we're only allowed to give it to one. Right. Um, one woman hashtag woman, Hillary uh, Fall <laughs> for best director. <laughs> um, I think Zone of Interest is a great pick. <laughs> uh, shout out to The Boys in the Boat, which my parents saw and That's were telling me that movie. I have to check it out. <laughs> Did you know? So that movie, I think it's the highest grossing George Clooney directed film now. Or the I, second highest grossing. I'm that's, not going to um, check that out. Tough. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. The Dad. boys have a boat. They're in the boat. They're in the boat. I'm yeah. assuming that they have it, too. Yeah. They're in it. Um. Also, shout out to How to Blow Up a Pipeline, which more people should check out. That is a movie that I still I got to check out. Uh, you got to check it out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Congratulations to Jonathan Gla- Glazer, A24, Team Zone of Interest on your Scoot Hog. While you were talking about Drew, I was like, God, was I that annoying film, bro, while I had this on my top 10 movies of the year? Did I? <laughs> am I the reason for this award getting given out right now? All right. The next category is a new category this year. Oh. It is the old guy still got it award. Oh, this is the most stacked category for the geriatric that ha- still got it. He can get rock hard. Yeah, he can get rock hard. Yeah. Uh, all right. The nominees are Michael Mann for Ferrari, mm-hmm. eighty years old. Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, eighty years old. Ridley Scott for Napoleon, eighty years old, seventy nine. He's old. All these guys are in there. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Hayao Miyazaki for The Boy and the Heron. And Harrison Ford for Indiana Jones. Does he? Does he now? This is I, news to me. Does he got it? That is a good question. He made the movie. And you, the evidence, he survived. The evidence production. is Indiana Jones, the movie that just came out last it year. It is <laughs> the, the amount of times He's that Harrison Ford goes... And then it cuts to very clearly some other young guy's legs running. Yeah. Is, something i I have Um, i have one more nominee that might be my vote unless you know conversation uh determines otherwise um i did not think that robert de niro still had it at all oh that's a good one he truly does i thought he was so so good in killers of the flower moon what is the best performance of the 21st century i didn't i i thought he was washed um, he's 80. The thing is, he just 80. turned 80. So, and, and congratulations, he's a new father. So, so I think can't wait for that kid to. This is sort <laughs> have of like no the, longer um, father on his fifth birthday. This is sort of like the breakout player of the year award in like the NBA, where it's like we shouldn't. I don't think we should award someone like Scorsese because I knew he still had it. Right. It's not but surprised. Bobby D. We I did not think he still had it, and so it's more of a it's more of a leap, and I think that's what I want to reward. So, I I liked him in Irishman a lot. I know you did. I thought he was great, he, but this is this is I think another yeah this is another like, step. He, this yeah. is like an energetic performance. Yeah. It's like oh wow, like he's he's up and at him. I like the way that you frame that because otherwise I was originally thinking Hayao Miyazaki because The Boy and the Heron is a movie that I just saw for the first time last night. Masterpiece. Um, it's like borderline an instant five stars. Um, it's kind of in, 
incredible and like you can't really get your arms fully around it. It's something that's going to just grow more and more in time. And in that way, it's like he's still got it and that he's still finding a way to make deeply profound dreamlike films that it's a, like he's just operating a higher plane of existence. But I was always expecting this movie to fucking rule. Yeah, I, there, there's he's never no made a bad misses. movie. There's yeah. no misses here. Michael Mann, on the other hand, when was the last time that there was a great Michael Mann film Collateral. or even a pretty good one? Collateral was 20 years ago. Yes. Yeah. So I think that in the same way that if we're going to not give this award to like a Martin Scorsese or a Hayao Miyazaki, um, I, I think that Michael Mann is is a really good, really good pick here because I did not think that he still had it in him. Black Hat was his even so, Black Hat, which is a movie that's not well loved at all, came out nine years ago. So we're between uh, Robert De Niro and Michael Mann. That's yeah, where we're at. Okay. Didn't, didn't see Ferrari. I got to go with got to go. This with is Niro. this is cool. genuinely tough. Yeah. And um, also, I have not seen uh, Napoleon. I'm so sorry, Ridley. Yeah. Two Oscar nominations for a boy. Hey, Gladiator 2 coming soon. Um, Still cranking them out. Uh, I think Ferrari might be up for a couple. Of, Ferrari has already won a Wabami with Shailene Woodley. And it might be up for a couple other awards tonight. I'm not sure if Killers is necessarily a guarantee mm. for any Wabamis tonight. I'm worried. I don't want it to walk away who without it. Who else is going to win Best Native Performance? <laughs> oh God, our, our biggest Wabami. And also the the this, the point. Does Ed Norton wear like a headdress in Asteroid City. I can't remember. Yeah, probably in the background <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Uh, the the point that you made about like how you know we how surprising it is i the 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 ferrari ferrari is surprising but also like i just that subject matter and it just it felt more of like a throwback for him like going into it i kind of knew that it was going to be good um robert de niro on the other hand i he just kind of knocked me off my socks yeah so. right I, that's I'm what i'm saying, saying man i'm cool with bobby d because also i think it's Everybody immediately pointed to Lily Gladstone and immediately pointed to Marty and to a lesser extent, even are pointing to Leo, even though he did not get an Oscar yeah. nomination, which, by the way, I think is pretty stupid. I, I'll it, say it. We take Leo Whoa, for granted you're so fucking much. Team it's Rustin, you yeah, can't. That's, that's actually that. true. I, I, you got the nom be, due to personal interest. <laughs> I do. My favorite performance of the year was Coleman Domingo. You're really if, and I do, if Rustin I have wins, to check you're, that out. You're yeah. right back in the race. I gotta check you're out. right back in it. Um, I definitely gotta see that, Rustin. The fact that Bobby D was not even in the discussion, like it kind of was like he was never even mentioned to be yeah. a nominee for supporting actor, is a crime. Yeah, and it's yeah. I think it's an unusual performance for any kind of mate as major of a movie star to do. Like it's a very kind of sinister off-putting kind of devilish demonic character that he's playing and leo's doing a, a similar thing kind of you know uglifying himself but this is this is a different thing this is an unexpected thing i i think I, I, we got to go with with bob hey bobby d congratulations i love it, I love it. robert nero on your scoot hog please, please don't send it back like cherish it you know display it mm -hmm. i don't i don't care in what room we're just sending like a an no return address like envelope to Tribeca, New York. Yeah, just, they'll find him. He's around.
Uh, congrats, Team Killers and Robert De Niro on your Scoot Hog. All right, the next category is a big one. It's scene of the year. Major, major category. The nominees for scene of the year are the shapeshifter chase in Dungeons and Dragons, Honor oh, Among yeah. Thieves. The cathedral concert in Maestro. I'm just Ken in Barbie. The Trinity Test in Oppenheimer. The Paris Steps in John Wick Chapter 4. The flashback argument in Anatomy of a Fall. Bo's journey in the woods in Bo is Afraid. The alien arrives in Asteroid City. The handcuff car chase in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. And the ending of Iron Claw. Why the handcuff car chase and mission? It was really tough to I, pick one. I was going to say Mission Impossible. I, there's like three other ones I, that you could pick on there. I just I felt really good. And also the having, airport. Just remembering that movie, the airport scene, having the, a the big jump, having the scene listed in Bo's Afraid as Bo's Journey is very. Funny. That's like the whole <laughs> movie. Journey. It's like three hours. Well, the Bo's Journey. I know it's like this third of five acts of the movie is that even a scene if it's like 25 minutes long is that a scene it's one of the most incredible things i saw all year yeah it's mesmerizing um i so i'm trying to think not just subjectively but a little bit objectively as the scene of the year and i think it's between i'm just ken and the trendy test yeah as the two things they're like Again, if we're like looking back on the years, like the two quintessential moments of the year. Last year, we gave it to Babylon for a golden hour. Mm. Mm. Which, again, Staggered. if you're if you're saying about is that a scene that that's kind of like three that is scenes. a sequence. Yeah, it's more of a sequence than a scene. Uh, John Wick, the steps like the steps are good. I on. actually might have done the dollhouse. Dollhouse uh, is great too. action sequence in John Wick four or the J Japan sequence. That's another one of those movies. That's kind of like mission impossible. One of these like a great action film where it's like, I, how do you just pick one? Really? Um, the alien arrives is a great actual scene. Yeah. Like it is truly a, a scene. It's like act two <laughs> scene seven or whatever yeah. <laughs> it is in, in asteroid city. Um, Drew, where's your head at with these? This is hard. This is hard. So it's, it's a tough one. I don't know, man. But you know, I I think I'm gonna go with the scene that brought me the most joy this year, which is I'm just Ken. Yeah. I I almost that's really good. One of my top three would be the the bomb test in Oppenheimer. Yeah, that's the, the Trinity, Trinity test. Trinity test. Oh, oops. yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's that's what it's called. Yeah, that's that's what Hunter's saying. That it's it's kind of between those two. That's those are my two picks. I would be happy with either one. Of those yeah. Things everything everything from like the the little conversation that matt damon and oppie have about like what's the chance that we destroy Near the world zero. all basically all the way yeah. like that the all the build-up the detonation itself um and then celebrating with him like being held up take the clothes in take take the towels in bring We're, the sheets in. bring the sheets in <laughs> I, the fuck he says i i think i gotta vote for that it's it's what you're going into the movie like expect it's it's kind of the reason why That's a true. lot of people bought the ticket they're like yeah. i want to see this you go this for scene. this scene where i'm just ken is like this a, surprise, a nice that surprise i had no yeah. idea that this movie was gonna yeah. do this and it's like this is the cinema this is the peak of this movie yeah but so i guess it's yeah is that where you're where you're at as trendy test i'm in i think we we're, we 
generally, I mean, Oppenheimer is about to win like a lot of Oscars. Um, but it is easy to take for granted the fact that like we didn't know if that movie was going to be any good beforehand. Right. And like that scene, I, I was the one person on this up. podcast who is like no one might be one of the <laughs> great the auteurs that we have here. biggest hunter l of the year <laughs> i was not i have not ever been i've never said nolan's a bad filmmaker he, you're like I, I yeah i think like, i think tenet's like crazy mids but like that's I, it i think I, I thought inception was cute that's you it's cute that's what you say it's cute yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, watch that on an ipad <laughs> i'm just ken is a truly like incredible moment of cinematic artistry it's, but it's not my favorite moment of barbie but the trinity test is kind of like a make it or break it moment in that movie and it's a scene that everybody knew going into the movie that it was going to happen and for it to like deliver is a huge reason yeah. why the movie is the the success that it is so I think we got to do it. I think you're right to give it to that because my a lot of, some of my problems from Oppenheimer are the hour after the Trinity test because nothing is going to amount yeah. to the highs of that. So, yeah, it's, I'm, it's I'm an incredible lead up to it. And it just it absolutely delivers. So congratulations, Robert Oppenheimer, J. Robert Oppenheimer, Killian Murphy, uh, Christopher Nolan, Universal. Mm. Until they make a bigger Nolan. Uh, the people of New Mexico that are still struggling with radioactive sickness to this day from the um, real Trinity Nagasaki test. and Hiroshima. Congratulations on your Scoot Hog scene of the year. The next award is the Straggler Award for the best movie furthest from the top 10. The nominees are Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. Mm -hmm. not, not my list. How to Blow Up a Pipeline. It, it wasn't in the top 10, so that's why it's nominated. That's that, well, it's pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. John Wick Chapter 4, American Fiction, Dungeons and Dragons, Godzilla Minus One, Wonka, Priscilla, Ferrari, and Theater Camp. Love the Theater Camp shout out here. Um, Drew, you would love Theater Camp. You got it. You got to see that one. Really? I'm not hearing so far. There's been no love for Mr. Monk's last case. <laughs> Is that why well, is do you that? want to nominate that for the best movie for this from your top ten? Most persnickety detective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we could we can make a new category just for that one. It's like an honorary Oscar that you just give to a guy when you're like, yeah. fuck, he isn't making more movies. The character's welcome award. Um I I mean, it won't be because it was in your top ten. So I think that if a movie was in our top ten, it's kind of disqualified from this because Maestro would be on mine. Okay. Maestro, looking at the list, is twenty no, eighth on it's my worth, list. It's worth the shout out. Um, so pretty far away. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons and John Wick are both good ones. Both of them, they're twenty four and twenty fifth respectively. Like great movies. I think it might be American Fiction for me because looking at it, I have that movie at thirty first. I don't want to go it's too numerical on this. I, I want to go more vibes. No, no, no. I'm just talking about that as a really good movie. And that movie was never sniffing my yeah. top 10. Last I year, might have came down negative on it earlier, but I was just being a little, a little snarky. Last year, this I'm on my went second to um, now, so. uh, The Northman. This award is kind of made for a movie like The Northman. Yeah. Where you see it, you're like, that was great. Will in time the killer be this movie? Ooh. Wow. 
where it's a, good pick. it's a movie that again we talked about it on the pod. It's beloved we really liked by it. all. Everybody really liked it. Technically, it is higher up on my list. It's than 21, 21 on mine. But just outside yeah, the top 20. It wasn't going to. It's crazy. I didn't see many movies this year and it wasn't in my top 10. Like, it's definitely like right outside it because it is like, t- yeah, it is a it's my really good movie. But like, man, it's just not. That's a good pick. That's got to be it, right? I'm, I'm good with the killer. I love that. Because okay. like, because like, especially if we're saying best, because like, oh, technically, yeah. Oh well, technically the shots are actually very. Yeah, well, I didn't feel anything. <laughs> I didn't feel. <laughs> Congratulations, David Fincher, Michael Fassbender, Netflix, on your scoot hog. Very backhanded scoot hog. Hmm. All right, make Mank two. That's <laughs> yeah, what we want. You fucking pussy. You Hashtag want. Hillary Mank. You know what the problem was with the killer is that he got too much credit. Everybody was trying to assign credit to him. Mm-hmm. You All don't right. want that. It's like a hero's journey situation. You want him to want credit. <laughs> Never get it. The next category is a really good one. It's the Limitless Award for the one that wasn't great but stole your heart. Now, this I can get into. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I, now, who came up with this this uh, <laughs> award title? Ernie, was this you? Did you come up with this? This is a Drew, a Drew <laughs> staple. Drew original. The nominees are The Creator. <laughs> Fast X. Who's the creator for? Just you? It's just you. I was going to say. What are you talking about? Whose heart did it steal? (laughs) Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We might have to put our foot down here. (laughs) Inserting himself too much. No hard feelings. Okay. Leave the world behind. And (sighs) another Ernest Wonka. Sam Esmail. Um, Um, I got a couple. I have a couple really strong ones here. Okay. Uh, If we're saying wasn't great than air for sure because air's yeah air did kind of steal my heart mm-hmm. air is not very good i've seen it three times you know what i mean i can't argue with the results no that's a, it's 36 on my list so um yeah. it tracks Oof. Fucking another one that Jesus. you guys didn't see that and st- stole my heart in terms of form and function is missing oh i you know i missed that one um <laughs> oh my god i'll have to get right i'll have to get around with it um i just i'm a sucker for you know i was i loved searching searching rocks this is just it's just you know it's the same type of deal uh it ended up just getting absolutely zero like it i think it probably did worse than searching oh yeah i got no attention yeah um you know uh this this girl storm whatever not as good as like storm reed she's no john cho right but it it's a really it's a fun movie um, so it did steal my heart, but it, I don't think it should win the award because it did not steal the electorate's heart. Right. Um, so I, I, I would vote for air. I like a movie air like pick. bottoms is too good for this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I think it's too, it's I think it's qualified. I think it's really good. It's bordering on great. It might be great. Yeah. So it's, that it's, way it's, it's justifiable. That stole your heart. Yeah. Um, guys, I kind of like Wonka. Yeah. Come on. Here's the thing. Come Wonka on. is not a great That movie, movie is made to steal your heart. But endorsing Wonka, this award, that in my brain, that eliminates the possibility that it could be great. And what if I watch it and I'm like, no. <laughs> Here's guys, the thing. You're wrong. Well, you got You got to see it and let Drew, us know. I it's not great. <laughs> I'll tell that I'll, I'll tell you that right now. Okay. I think that like we could honestly like rename this war this award after Paul King because I think in a lot of ways like that's his whole thing is like I just want to steal your heart and sweep you away in a magical whimsical journey. Um, 
I think there's plenty of people out there that think that Wonka is great, and that's that's fine. I just well, people think that air is great too, and that people can be wrong about things. Yeah. Hey, big shout out to No Hard Feelings. Like that is a movie that is not trying to be anything except what it is, which is mm-hmm. a seven, just a straight <laughs> down the middle. No comedy. That's totally fair. And Jennifer Lawrence is hilarious. I, if I had seen it, there's a good chance I would stick it there because I do appreciate the, you know, the mission of that movie. One that I would, that it might be my second place vote, even though I, it might be controversial to call it not great to some people is Blackberry. Yeah. I think that movie is definitively not great to me, but it also is definitively very good. But like, I think it's definitely not great. If Blackberry is eligible, then that would be my pick. But I think Blackberry might be kind of great. Yeah. I think that a lot of aspects of it are really great. No, that's the thing. There are aspects that are great. I just think as a whole, it's not great. I think that if we're disqualifying um, bottoms, bottoms, then we have to disqualify Blackberry. That's fair. I I have heard a lot of of takes, a lot of uh, dissenting opinions of Mission Impossible. Oh, f- fuck. Those people are stupid. I know. Is my but I think that the, the, the Overton window on that movie has shifted dramatically. <laughs> and now, like, people are saying that it's bad. Here's the thing. I People don't like to have fun um, because that movie is great. Yeah. It's a great movie. I, I don't really know how you can you can have beef. you can say that's a little bit over long or bloated or whatever. But also, like, just go outside and feel something. Uh, John Wick. John Wick is great. John Wick is great. Okay. Um, it's harder to judge like an action movie like that. Where like Fast X, I feel like is the only one of those where Fast X is like bad, but it did kind of that, that movie's not stealing any one of these hearts. I don't know. It tickled me a little okay, bit. It so, tickled my heart. So my vote's gonna go to air, but I'm totally okay with you guys t- taking Wonka, and I think you probably should. Are you are you taking Wonka? It might be our only chance. Yeah. To give it something. This might be the only Wabami it gets. And it right. stole my heart. It, it genuinely thing. did. All right. All right. Sitting Timmy, there in the Timmy come on down. Come on down, Timmy. You got this. Hugh Congratulations. Grant is, hey, if, uh, Hugh Grant's if sitting fucking, on his shoulder. If Kylie Jenner lets him come down, you, yeah. you guys seen this? Yeah, Kylie. Yeah. You guys seen this? You heard of this? He's all the way down her throat. Yeah. Discourse about like down, Selena down coming. Legs. You see all that? She came over, asked, asked for a picture. Oh, Selena Gomez? Yes. Asked for a picture with Timmy. And then Ky- she went back to Taylor Swift. Kylie like, or whichever Jenner he's dating said, said like, no. And then she came back and she said to Taylor, no, I can't do it. Really, I could not be more fascinated by that. <laughs> yeah, such, you seem. Such an awesome really. fucking story. Why do you think he's dating her? Is it because he's trying to promote hot. Dune? <laughs> I think it's for the, I think it's for the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest, why do most people date people? Well, date the, attractive people the, the the kardashians are like this whole enterprise you know that's like, the also, thing is it is it's like it, a business uh, yeah but also one kylie jenner's hot so yeah there's that too but Timmy is like an a-list star and it's really hard to date people unless you're leo and you're dating children if you are that famous i like, also you kind of have to oh, find other people like generally the the things that work out is you have to find somebody who's almost like just as famous if not like a little bit more famous than you yeah. so it's never like the it's, weird it's part of the thing. movie star thing yeah but yeah. like it works out better generally when you're two famous people not both movie stars yeah. like I, the, I, the I brand is don't work Long term. I, I want to get ahead of the the color purple style backlash. <laughs> I respect bodily autonomy in every way, but I have a hard time. Uh, I would have a hard time, I think, being attracted to a partner that had had that much work done 
And like, I knew, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I, like she looked nothing like that. Right. Here's you know the what thing. I mean? Like that's not who that is. So uh, whenever I said she was hot, I meant her personality. And I think, that, <laughs> I think that all creatures of God are beautiful. You meant her heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations, Wonka <laughs> on your wabami. Uh, the next category we're skipping because it's a big one. We'll oh. come back to it at the end. The next category is the what the fuck award. The WTF award for the most fucked up moment of the year. The nominees are Realms Collide in The Flash, The Attic Monster in Bo is Afraid, The Car Crash in Ferrari, Man, The Grave Scene in Saltburn, Mm -hmm. and the entire finale of The Curse. So this is a movie that's only filled with spoilers for things, including things that I have not personally seen. Um, Yeah, so... Not legit entries, but worth shouting out. We yeah, we can't give it to the curse. Obviously, me and Hunter haven't seen it. That probably would that would that also eliminates then the crash scene for Ferrari because you have not seen that. I know, but that is a that is a traumatic. I know, but is it more so than the fucking no? It's the attic monster is (laughs) the attic monster is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen in my life. That was like cackling the theater when Mm -hmm. when it came on to screen. Another another shout out to just the disgusting AI realms of the flash colliding with each other just, you just it is cannot stop talking about up. cannot stop talking about uh, flash. guys saltbird he, he fucks the grave that's the most iconic you see his dick fucking the grave it's insane is it I've his never for seen, sure i i mean apparently if if it, ernie hop on google is that his if it's his dick i don't want to infect while i'm recording <laughs> you're in a mac they don't get viruses um I mean, good for him if, you know, what if, about if it's real, then buddy. Well endowed, Barry. Oh, oof. what about the animal torture, torture porn and guardians? Oh, that is a really good one. That that. Oh, yeah. The rocket. Yeah. The rocket the, origin. It hurts. It hurts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Be- just because of the. The only thing going against Bo here is that movie has had you saying what the fuck the whole time. And so yeah. it isn't as you had much a girl of a, drinking yeah. paint. It isn't so much of like a You a had spike. a girl die during yeah. sex. Whereas in Guardians, Please. you're like, oh, I'm coming in for Guardians. And then it, that just slowly descends into like, like this isn't this isn't this movie, is it? Um, that said, I still am going to vote for Bo. Personally. What are we thinking, Hunter? Um, I give it to Bo. Okay. Congratulations. I, I think that it, it's almost like a, a marvel of that scene that it still had me saying, what the fuck am I looking at? Even after like two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Uh, a 24 Joaquin Phoenix, Ari Aster on your scoot hog. Is this the only award that Bo's afraid will ever win? I hope Ari Aster displays it prominently in his home. Yeah, I hope so. I could go like right alongside uh, his actual uh cock monster <laughs> yeah. that he has the, the two plasters yeah. together they, that Which was a mini that was think? a miniature that they built so yeah. he has the replica okay let me go up to the top here oh this is a nice segue to the next category for the best a24 movie not made by a24 mm-hmm. the nominees are how to blow up a pipeline bottoms feeder camp are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, and Blackberry. Hmm. So we have different types of A24 movies listed on here. I got to go with Bottoms, personally. 
I think that a movie like How to Blow Up a Pipeline has now kind of become a neon type movie. Like it's a movie that feels yeah, neon is a movie that take they're kind of a they almost take more risks than A24 at this point. Where like How to Blow Up a Pipeline is kind of like a neoliberal, like environmental eco-terrorism. Eco-terrorism to the extreme. Um I was gonna say between bottoms or theater camp. I, I like bottoms. Let's give it to bottoms. Shout out to Are You There, God It's Me, Margaret, which is an incredible movie. And I think would fit in. Honestly, if it was by 24, it might have had a bigger awards push. Um, Kind of released at a terrible point of the year. So bottoms, bottoms. Congratulations. Good job, bottoms. Io, Rachel, Emma. Finally, some love for Io. You know, (laughs) she hasn't won any awards. Only award that she'll win. Next category is the best brand movie. A new category this year. The nominees are Super Mario Brothers, Dungeons and Dragons. Air, Blackberry, and Barbie. No, it's just got to be Barbie. It's Barbie. Um, <laughs> they literally are selling like fake Barbies during the film Barbie. Yeah, <laughs> clinically depressed Barbie. And the you know the category is best. Yeah, right. And Barbie's like great. I I forgot to include Tetris in here, so shout out to Tetris, oh, a movie yeah. I have not seen. Yeah, redacted Tetris actually is my pick. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos. I'm just oh, remembering some oh, right Flaming now. Oh, Flaming Hot. Yeah, a movie that does have a song that's nominated, an yeah. Oscar nominated film, Flaming Hot. Yeah, we're we're gonna be seeing a lot of these moving forward. I guarantee you. Um, and I think Barbie is by yeah, far it, the best. This might be like that. we might have to rename this award the Barbie Best Brand Movie Award. Uh, congratulations, Margot, Greta, on your second Scoot Hog of the night. Wow. I believe. Um, I'm not keeping track. Well, I'll, t- I'll tally it up later. Okay. The next category is another new award. This is a big one, guys. Actually, this category got so big that I had to split it into two categories. I noticed that. This was originally <laughs> one combined thing, and now it is two separate awards that we have here. The next category is Best Cameo. The nominees are Guillermo del Toro in Barry, oh. Bradley Cooper in Dungeons and Dragons, so good. Honor Among Thieves, Great one. Martin Scorsese in Killers of the Flower Moon, George Clooney in The Flash, Brandon Boyd, the lead singer of Incubus, as White Jesus in Reservation Dogs. Wow. And Kyle Mooney in No Hard Feelings. Now... I feel bad for not seeing no hard feelings now. Not knowing that our boy Kyle was in there getting a check. He pops up. Is it like a... So I think that part of the joy of a cameo is that everybody in the theater goes, look, it's that guy. No one knows who Kyle is. That's the problem. That's why it eliminates Kyle Mooney because that's just for us and for no one else. He's playing... He's just... It's not a cameo. He just got cast in a role. Like, that's that's not a cameo. Kyle Mooney as self. (laughs) Um... (laughs) <laughs> For me, it's either Bradley Cooper in Dungeons and Dragons, so good. who is so fucking it's funny. So and you good. see it, it's like it is a theater moment where everyone yeah. in the theater is like, oh my god, it's fucking shit. maestro right there. It's a holy um, shit moment. Um, Marty is a great one. For that is just an all timer, like just moment of yeah. the year. He's, he's awesome. Uh, also, uh, Jack White. Yeah. Are we, are we stepping on the yes. next category? or? No, no, no. That is a that is a good one. That is a good one. Team, this this got very crowded, and at a certain point, I, I had to stop writing. But um, no, yeah. I'm, I I got a I got at least shot Marty Marty and Jack White close out Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, in a very very cool way. 
Uh, yeah, can we give a dual cameo? Uh, speaking of closing out, George Clooney in The Flash, in the final moments, <laughs> in the final seconds of the film, uh, George Clooney replies, reprises his role as Bruce Wayne. Really? Remember? It's just, is, do, do you it, guys remember? Is the Flash the most nominated movie? <laughs> I know, it's just today? blowing my mind I, how ma- much, many times you it's really coming up. You really are trying up. to cram this in as many places it, as possible. It, it was literally like, you know how George Clooney is doing like those Capital One commercials? Like it's it's exactly the same. Like I don't think he knew if he was in a Capital One commercial or in The Flash. He was on the set of The Boy in the Boat. Yeah. And they just like put a camera on him. Sight, sight unseen haven't seen it i'm voting for bradley cooper it's so good it's, thank it's you very honestly much. i that that's i want it to go bradley cooper because D isn't gonna get anything else and that is a that's such a fun in, in the classic fun in movie. the classic spirit of a cameo yeah of like that's a something you don't cameo. expect to happen in the movie and then you're like oh wow that's <laughs> that's fucking bradley up, cooper it's so good it's so good congratulations bradley cooper team dungeons and dragons on your scoot home our boys Best cameo. All right. So this is the, the category that I had to spin off. It's best guest star. The nominees are Brad Pitt in Dave, Rachel McAdams in Dave, Olivia Coleman in The Bear, Will Poulter in The Bear, <laughs> and in all one ticket, John Mulaney, Bob Odenkirk, John Bernthal, Jamie Lee Curtis, Sarah Paulson, and Galen Jacobs in The Bear. Now that's just that's tough right there. And Ethan Hawke in Reservation Dogs. So it's I wrote down two uh coming into this, and both of them are ones that you put, which is John Barenthal in the bear and then Will Poulter in the bear. I think Will Poulter's so fucking good in his episode. If you're going like just one He's a great actor. Manda Snatch. Manda Snatch. That's what everyone knows him from. Or the Banda and Snatch. from like getting getting hot and sexy with uh Florence Pugh. Our queen, the, uh, though, in the beach, Olivia Coleman. She is that is she, that is more honestly, that's more of a cameo, yes, than a guest star because it's only like a few lines, but also yeah. like it is a perfect cameo where she comes in there and it's like the perfect bow on top of a perfect episode of television. I mean, in, in terms of guest stars, though, the two Dave ones, like those are two full episodes. Like he got Brad Pitt, Brad fucking Pitt for the finale of dave season three like the entire episode it's it's fucking insane i i couldn't believe my eyes i was like what what is he what what is man doing on dave brad pitt it's crazy (laughs) my pick would be kind of the guest star episode of the bear that has john mulaney and bob odenkirk and jamie lee curtis they would all have to share one statue that would be my pick, but if you really want to fight hard for Dave, I won't fight you on this one, Ernest. I just was flabbergasted by the star power. It was it was insane. Like he gets Rachel McAdams in one episode. Also, he he he's getting like Jack Harlow and Megan Fox and all these people. Like, um, what's the other guy? The guy that Megan Fox is with? Um, Yo, MGK? MGK. Like, there's... there's Why isn't that on the list, bro? (laughs) The rap devil himself is in there? There's, like, there's an episode where it's just so many famous people. And then Rachel McAdams, like, kind of comes out as the the main one. And then she just sticks around. And then he writes a song about her. And she's in the music video. Like, it's it's crazy. I'm just mind blown that 
he's getting these people. Also, Rachel McAdams having the year she had also in um, uh, Are Their God. And then in the finale, Brad Pitt as himself is just like, dude, what? And then he ends with Drake in the in. It's like one scene in front of a green screen. So I didn't want to formally nominate it. But I think it's it's worth the the nomination, if I'm, anything. I'm glad that you also shout out Ethan Hawke and Res Dogs. Um, if, I started, if anything, I started might, watching this last season. Um, I haven't gotten to the Ethan Hawke episode yet, though. But that I, that might actually be like the actual best because it's just his episode, right? Of well, he's with Devery Jacobs. Yeah, he plays her father. <sighs> um, that actually, if if yeah, that might actually be like the best acting, like the best performance of any of these people. Um, although the, the bear gang, the, the crew, you combine the fishes crew, it almost feels not fair. I was going to give it to John Barenthal because I think that he's kind of like, it's crazy how good John Barenthal is that he's now been in two scenes of the show and you can just feel the gravity and the weight that also every time means it shows he's, he's not a guest star. He's a character, right? Yeah. Cause he, that's true. Yeah. That's true. If this is his second episode. So yeah. Right. And he's like playing a guy who is like related to the guy. You know, he's not playing like self or like entire episode is full of people that are playing that are related to Oh really? Yeah. It's it is like it's the Thanksgiving Christmas. Christmas. Christmas dinner. And uh characters are welcome. Yeah. We got I mean that's that's just gotta win. The only thing is I am really impressed to hear that Brad Pitt was on It's crazy, dude. That's really funny. I can't believe it. You are the TV boy here. I'm gonna let you pick the winner here for this. Should we give it to to Dave? You can give it to Dave if you really want to. I mean the if you want to get some good back with friend of the pod, Danny. The the bear stuff is is fucking awesome. Like it works so well, but I still can't believe that he got brad pitt like i just want to give it to them. did did uh the barry did they have too many nominations did they cannibalize the votes yeah too much yeah, yeah. all right congratulations little deaky congratulations dave deaky <laughs> little deaky deaky congratulations brad pitt tiny deaky daffy on your scoot hog incredible and it's a genuinely great performance this is dave's first nomination and first win at the wabamis congrats also shout out to rachel mcadams just great stuff. Dave gets up to accept his award. He's like, finally, I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the next category is best dance sequence. The nominees are Poor Things, Oof. Maestro, Barbie, Leave the World Behind, and Polite Society. So for Barbie... Are we doing uh, Dance I'm the just, Night I'm just or I'm Just Ken? Oh. Because Dance the Night, if you're going cla- like traditional dance That sequence, is a oh, – wow. I, I mean – I think that you should open up the Oscars with the performance of Dance the Night. Personally. Oh, my God. Um, that would be incredible. Even though it didn't get nominated for some fucking stupid reason. The, the um, dancing in Poor Things is insane. <laughs> I uh, Yeah. I, I watched that for a second time last week, and that scene really stuck out. It's, it's like, so good. Wow. They, Ruffalo, he earned my – you know what I mean? Like he earned whatever award Oof. I could give him in that scene. Like my God, is he funny in that um that said it's just it's so hard not to give it to barbie it's more it's so integral if we're just giving it to a movie as a whole then i would say barbie because i think barbie has multiple dance sequences yeah that would give it to 
Which one would you pick, though, if you have to pick one of the two? I think, like, I'm just kin is the more titanic achievement of a thing, especially whenever it flashes to, like, when they're in a fucking leotards. Yeah. Can you feel the Kennergy? Yeah. Oh, you kind of can't brother. beat that. But also, Dance the Night is just, like, a very classic, like, it almost feels, uh, like, musical-esque. Um, I do have to shout out a movie that I f- have complicated feelings on, but the silent dance sequence, interpretive dance sequence in Maestro um is is pretty phenomenal yeah it's like it might be the best scene of the entire movie uh also leave the world behind just a little little quick little number between Mahershala and Julia Roberts getting mm. cozy mm. getting a little little close good for Mahershala yeah come back to the spotlight Mahershala we miss you yeah being something bigger. I think after Green Book, he was like, I gotta take a break. He's like, I gotta do Blade. <laughs> He's trying. I will not do fucking shit I'm, until I do I'm Blade. saving myself for Blade. They still haven't started filming. <laughs> of course they haven't. Um, my pick is Barbie. Yeah. It's gotta I, be Barbie. I think I gotta don't, go Don't Barbie. overthink it. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I, like the, I like the call out for poor things. It's it's a crazy. It's kind of like an anti-dance sequence in some It ways. is a crazy dance sequence. Like the shit that him and Emma are doing is so funny. It, it looks like they forgot that they were filming. Yeah. It's so and good. they just started fucking around. <laughs> yeah. It's like in a movie that's all like absurd and silly. Like that scene is the most absurd. That's what I mean. It's almost like the antithesis of the Barbie dance sequence. Yeah. It's like they're like breaking the fourth wall almost. They're like, yeah, we're just being goofy. Congratulations, Team Barbie. On your third Whoopammy? Wow. Barbie, Barbie's looking pretty good. Listen, we're we're still with her. Uh okay. Barbie, that is. This is a this is a good time to jump over to your um your awards, Hunter. We're at a good level. Wow, wow, wow. So we're over at my awards, huh? Um, okay, so some of these I did not put as many nominations as you guys. So I'm gonna uh, I'll I'll lean on you guys to uh give some some weigh in here on if you think that I'm missing anything. Um, my first one, first award of the night is the Dude's Rock Award. This is a movie that is uh, a, a film that celebrates dudes rocking. And sometimes dudes, maybe they don't rock so much. Um, number one, uh, first nominee is Mission Impossible Fallout, Dead Reckoning. Uh, I said Fallout. That is not, that is the movie, uh, the last one, uh, Dead Reckoning Part One. It's fucked up. Um, it's actually not part one anymore. They, it's they, actually just Mission Impossible yeah, Dead Rack. They, um, they dropped yeah, you're it. Right. Um, the Iron Claw. Dudes rock for a lot of that movie. And then some dudes don't rock so much. Uh, Godzilla minus one. Now that is a movie that is just about dudes being fucking dudes. And like we got to take down a giant lizard monster to save Tokyo. Dudes rock. That um, is very dudes rock, actually. That's it's it's punk rock as hell. Um, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is just about smart dudes rock. Hey, do they do they rock? Do you think they rock for what they fucking did? Yeah. Well, sometimes that, dudes rock can have a question mark on it too. Dudes rock. <laughs> um, the killer. Do dudes rock? Dude rocks. Dude, it's just dude rock. Well, I, there's the fight sequence. That's two dudes. I would argue that. that I would argue that the killer doesn't. Rock. Well, like, yeah, he, okay. Fassbender does not rock in that movie. He's, uh, Blackberry. Uh, once again, smart guys rock. Dudes rock. It's just dudes just being dudes and rocking until it. they don't. Until they don't. Um, a lot of these is dudes rock until they don't. Uh, air. 
See, in air, dudes, air. Dudes, dudes, dudes are rocking dudes, nonstop. Dudes just air rocking my, air. Air is my winner because dudes simply rock. They do not stop rocking. And there's dudes no, don't rock. there's no like genocidal implications. Yeah. Is does Godzilla minus one have too many genocidal implications to <laughs> well, it? Those, the, the, those are the, the the consequences of other dudes rocking. They're they're rocking in the opposite direction. Yeah. Um. um the last nominee you, is John Wick Four. Oh, they. That's that's dudes rock. I am leaning towards air hard. It's just gotta be. And I did have a feeling air was gonna come away with multiple awards tonight. (laughs) I have to admit it. But it's it's an award in which dudes like that movie. Dudes rock on like a linear scale. It's not not just the movie itself. It's also our boys. You are are currently Benny. You're currently uh, not allowing me to edit your Google. It's fucked up. Um, <laughs> you're so right, though. It's Ernest. Benny. It's Benny, and yeah. uh, it's about it's about Maddie. It is made by dudes who are rocking as they're making the movie. Yeah, right. That is unprecedented. They, the dudes have been rocking for decades. <laughs> that is an I, outstanding <laughs> achievement in dudes rocking. <laughs> I'm happy to give it to Air. I, I, I at first was putting like more of the machismo things on here. I was mm-hmm. putting the the fallouts or the not fallout, the dead reckoning. That is I was putting that uh, is a film built John on Wick. years of dudes rocking. Yeah. But a, air and a lifetime dudes of dudes rocking, rocking with the approval of one woman. <laughs> <laughs> and is what Jennifer with, Lopez? No, no with in somebody's in a, mommy. Well, yeah, J Lo and <laughs> oh, a Viola. Yeah, Viola Davis. And, <laughs> Like, isn't that the most dude rock thing ever? Is like, dude rock, but like, mom, can we please go out and play? Can we please have your son come out? Hey, hey mommy, hey, Miss Miss Davis, can we rock? You should be able to edit it now. Um, okay, so and congratulations to Eric. All congratulations, the dudes, all the dudes rock in that movie. Yeah, very and, happy and, for. And Eric. it's a movie ultimately about the dude who rocked maybe the most in the history of mankind. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's 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 got to win in that way. It's just got to go to it. So, um, this one is a, a, a an award that I made up. After we wrap the last Wabamis, um, and there is uh, it, it is the Colonel Tom Parker Award for the best unintentional comedy in a serious film, uh, named after Colonel Tom Parker, aka Tom Hanks, in the He's film Elvis. Right. He's right. Um, I only have one nominee this year, and it is Brendan Fraser in Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> Objection! 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 <laughs> I have. Uh, I I can throw you a couple. Okay, throw some at me. Um, a big one. I just had it in my head and then it left. Hold on, hold on. It's a good one. It's a really good one. Um, are we sure Albert fucking Einstein? Oh yes. You oh, know that's such a good. That's one. a good in Oppenheimer. It's funny when he fucking yeah. And it's <laughs> every <funny>. scene <laughs> when he funny. pops up out of absolutely nowhere and you're like, is that Albert Einstein? <laughs> no, you don't the have greatest to ask man yourself who ever lived. You don't have to ask yourself if that's Albert. Yeah, you no, know, because he's the most caricature looking version of yeah, Albert like Einstein. Cast the guy ever. who like does, like you can rent at yeah. parties in L.A. or something to play Einstein. Also, the just the scene of Robert De Niro wearing those goggles. Oh, <laughs> in Killers man. of the Flower Moon. <laughs> That's a really good one because you hate him for most of the movie. Just and that you see that, and it's moment. so silly. Just riding around with the goggles. Um, here's okay. I have a take about Killers of the Flower Moon that I haven't gotten to drop yet. They did not have to put in effort to make Leo look uglier because he already doesn't look great anymore. Yeah. They, the teeth and everything was kind of overkill because like in the movie, he's, he's supposed to be playing a guy who's like pretty good looking for a guy back then. Leo 
now that's the best he can like even hope for. He has a fucking football shaped head because yeah. of his fucking alcoholism. Well, Marlon Brando looking ass is just yeah. Kinda... Like they didn't have to do all of that. It is that whole movie is just kind of funny to think of like the casting and stuff because Leo is playing a twenty five year old. And Bobby De Niro is playing like a fifty-year-old. <laughs> like everyone is like thirty years older. Than they didn't. The they didn't have sunscreen back then. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, Adam Driver and Ferrari, a little bit. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, just a, just a little bit. Okay, That's and up. I do, like I do have to. <laughs> Adam Driver is great in that movie. I know, but. I, it's a little it's bit funny. funny. It's on. a little bit funny. It's a little bit funny. And so it's funny that he insists on playing Italian Italian men, and he is not Italian in any way, shape, or form. That is what's funny. I have I have one that could be a winner. Okay, I am naive. <laughs> I win. Is that the question? The whole no, question of I that know. movie, though, is how unintentional is it? I know. I that's why I but. don't think I don't think it qualifies. I May December. He might be coming up. I think I think it does because the direction might be, you know, encouraging the funny, definitely, but no one else in that movie is actively doing something that's making you like crack up. And that that list made me laugh a lot. You know, come on. It is it borderline that movie, I think one of the reasons I, I didn't shout out this whenever we did our list, but like one of the things about that movie that I love is that it almost does have a little bit of like vampire's kiss to it where it feels like every person on set was giving different yeah. direction for the performance to give. It's kind of how I feel about Saltburn. That's a movie. Well, that's a thing that in a, like in a worse filmmaker's hands, it can fall apart. It can yeah. seem like a fucking mess of everything. But in the right person's hands, when the right magic is happening, it creates like this beautiful melodrama but in like the most intentional yeah, way possible because it's like three movies stacked on top of each other i if, if you're picking julian more i'm not gonna object come to on i mean I'm not gonna so object funny it is and it's in i've a, always been naive <laughs> it's so good the gift and i know the thing is there are like todd haynes is he knows it's funny so i guess it is a good vampire's kiss comparison because like the director and her are are playing into the funny but then everyone else is being very straight in mm. terms of un like truly it unintentional almost, it works it almost better that the natalie portman scene because she's playing it serious playing a funny character that uh, it's like it's a hat on a hat on a hat yeah. kind of way that it's so so in, in terms of truly unintentional i would probably go with uh albert einstein because yeah, because it and Chris it, Nolan is not trying to be funny. That at movie all is that not movie. funny. Yeah, and him, except from for except like for Matt, Matt, yeah, Damon. except for Damon. But yeah. Einstein just it's it's like like smash cuts to Einstein just like crashing into a scene like every time you see him and you're like, are you kidding me? It's so good. this is so fucking stupid. So I think that's a good one. I'd probably I'd probably go with that just just for the purpose of I do agree that there is some intention behind I am naive. Yeah, absolutely. Behind, you know what I mean? Like there is some self-awareness there. I also okay. really quick, as long as we're talking about May, December, an award that I'm going to make up and give to someone right now is the like, wow, who's that guy award? And it's just for a guy who like small part in a movie. And you're like, oh, um, uh, her, her oldest son. Oh, oh, that yeah. guy. Oh, my God. Corey Michael. That guy Smith? is nuts. Him and that. He's so good. Wow. Like, How do we get him? His, on the when he comes in, dude, his in whole, the restaurant scene. 
and that's... like he has like chad kroger frosted tips <laughs> dude and like, just like talking the... about like the next day he's just like yeah no i thought he was just like fucking around with me it was nobody talks about it, it was my birthday and one guy came yeah. over just gave me a hand job and then we never talked again man he is <laughs> awesome unreal that scene crazy good w- oh. wild energy that doesn't derail the movie at all you're just like all right we're doing this yeah thing. like it's... the way the way you're introduced to him is he f- is splashes a drink in his drummer's face yeah. <laughs> and you're like is this guy about you to can't become fucking a- hit those notes <laughs> yeah because <laughs> at first you think they're just like you know background dressing basically yeah. and then and then he flash splashes the drink you're like okay who's is that a guy that we are gonna know and he comes in you're like wow 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 yeah the guy's never really done anything significant he was in um first man in like a small role um so nothing significant <laughs> oh. sorry sorry guys man um, how dare fucking dare. sorry boys but um uh wow Corn congratulations to big congrats uh, congrats to him um that's like sort of the flash entering the speed force type award where it's like congrats star we, making we just we just made this award it's, up and it's you not win quite it. it's not quite a star making performance but it's like the it's, it's like, like a, an Okay. Oh, is that embers burning? Like it's one of those. It's like a, it's a <laughs> is that something? It's a character actor making performance. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> um, so congratulations to uh, who's the guy who plays Albert Einstein in? I almost said Tom Felton, but that's Draco Malfoy. <laughs> it's it's not Tom. Him. <laughs> it's Tom something. Tom Jones probably. Uh, um, Tom Conti. There, Tom Conti. There, there you go. Tom Conti. Doesn't um, really look that much like Einstein outside <clears throat> of the movie. Now, uh, finally, this is like my best picture uh, award. We have the Dr. Lecter impression Dr. award. Lecter. Uh, this is the award that goes to the impression that will now be adopted as like a full time yeah. character on this podcast. And I got to say, I, I am I'm sad that we couldn't give the last award to Julianne Moore. However, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, we have to go through the nominees first. <laughs> the uh, first nominee is Bobby Patty and the boy in the heron. What, um, is, what does he sound oh like? Oh my god, here we Can go. Can you do it? Your presence is requested. <laughs> is that Sounds right? like he smoked like two packs of darts and then just went into the recording. I think he, he almost goes a little lower. He almost goes a little bit like this. You you did it a little too high there. Your he almost, presence is requested. Yes, it's a little growlier. I was I was practicing in the car right <laughs> over here. Um Bobby Patty. So it's one of those things I really want to like I want to play a game uh, with somebody who like kind of knows movies, movie stars a little bit, sit them down, uh, have them watch the trailer or watch clips of the Heron speaking and then show them the cast list and see how far they have to get before they guess that's Robert Pattinson right. <laughs> that's doing the voice. Cause you're like, it's is like, that it's like, a, it's like Nick Cage and G force. Is that Mark Hamill? <laughs> it really is one of those things where it's like, it's like that actor is really putting in work. Here. I wonder. It, it's one it of those things where it's just like, I, you know, you, we often say this about movies and the way of just like, man, I really didn't know they had this performance in them. I didn't know that he had this type of voice acting performance in him. But then you listen to the sub version of it. And it's like, oh, he's trying to pay like really good homage to the original Japanese performance here. But um, it's incredible. He, it's, uh, it's initially great voice. Initially, he w- insisted on delivering his lines in Japanese and they had to intervene. Yeah. Um, 
Well, wait till you find out that he's actually not just a heron. He's like an old man with a big nose who's like inside the body of a heron um, who's like emerges out at, at certain points in time. I could have um, genuinely just by the fact that it's a Miyazaki movie. I could have guessed that. Yeah, um, it's not. <laughs> things might not be as they seem. That guy's, um, Yeah. Any that animal is actually an old person. <laughs> Like most of the time, it's just like, you're my grandma now. And I'm like, OK, well, here we are. Um, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo and poor things. Bella. <laughs> it's almost it's like the thing is, I agree, but it's hard to do him. Oh, <laughs> Bella. he just because it's also like it's not a very good British accent. It, it He talks kind of gruff. <laughs> it's almost like this. Yes. You know, he gives mm. you a lot of like the, hmm. <laughs> oh, I hate it's, you. You bitch. <laughs> but it's, it is really hard to capture his, his tone right. there. It, it's hard to do. Um, I think that's it's the only truly thing one of the, holding it back. Yeah. It's almost like there's too much craft in it. Cause he's so funny. It, it's like it's that in Ruffalo for or uh, uh, Gosling for just the best comedic performance. Yeah. Here. Um, there's and there are also like it's the best performance where there are also, I think, two scenes where it's like that is not a British accent. <laughs> like what <laughs> happened yeah. in this day? It's like of shooting <laughs> transact transatlantic after like 17 shots. He really um, he really did blow me out of the water. Um, like, oh, my God, he's yeah. funny. Um. There's only real one winner here. Come it on. might have. We might have to rename the award. What about Chris Pratt? It's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom King hey, Kingdom. Here hey, we Lu- come. Hey Luigi. Here we come. Luigi, get back here. <laughs> We're gonna be saying that every week, <laughs> man. I can't wait. For what that. about uh, Enzo Ferrari? No, because you guys have already do that, but for um, Gu- uh, Versace, right or Gucci. House I, of Gucci. This, oh, yeah. No, this is if Paolo, this award no. would have existed back then, this absolutely would have yeah. been the Paolo Gucci award. Exactly. Um, I'm just a beach and I want to fly. And we can retroactively give it to them. Yeah. And the history books will reflect that. Okay. So let's we'll, do that. Let's right go back now. and do that. Let's do that right now. And then let's also give this one um, to Julianne. So Moore. I don't think we have enough hot dogs. <laughs> what about Maestro? <laughs> what does he sound like? I don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I really wanted you to do that voice. So I was like, it'd be like, Ernie, go for it. No, do the voice. Somebody who oh who abandoned Snoopy in the vestibule. If someone doesn't sing with you, then nothing <laughs> sings with you. And if nothing sings with you, then you can't make music. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a fucking pretty good coops. <laughs> that was a good one. That could be that could be a second. <laughs> Holy shit! It's, I it's that just. <laughs> I'm going to think about the way Julianne Moore talked in that movie for my whole life, though. You know what I mean? She's just... You were in charge. (laughs) You were in charge. Even the most horrifying sequences are just, like, incredible. I I think that that's what kind of makes it... I think that's what makes this... What makes May, December great is that, one, it is very funny, um, which we've highlighted here, but also, like, when when there's a flip, it's like... Oh, this isn't just a great comedic performance. This is also just like deeply profound in what you were trying to say. And it's like you have this point whenever you're watching the movie that you're lulled into. You forget that you're watching like terrible people. Just it's also terrible. I um, and also like for everything like I, I thought that my top two best supporting actor noms were pretty locked in until I saw Henry Melton 
Charles. Charles Melton. Charles Melton. Um, well, there is Sorry. a there. He might be mentioned later on. Like my God, um, that's a star making performance. Insecure people are very dangerous, aren't they? <laughs> Insecure. You really? It's it's so quiet. Is what you have <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, it's like very. It's it's just over a whisper. The amount of times I just go up to guy guy will ask me something, I'm just like yes. Oh God. <laughs> Could I pay you to do the monologue that my love? After you left the night, I thought about the kind of life where oh my God. things were different. If I had been you born You can't later. do the whole thing. I can't <laughs> let you do the whole thing. No, no. And you gave me so much pleasure tonight. I hope I did the same for you. I'll see you Saturday. Please burn this. You know what could happen to me if anyone ever found out. You're crazy. Oh God! They gave her quite a tough name for someone with a lisp. Crazy, crazy. It's also part of the genius of Julianne is like half the time she doesn't have. No, a lisp. yeah, it, that's the thing. It's like, like I'm pretty sure she she says Gracie, where she somehow falls with both saying the C and the th at the same yeah. time. It's like Gracie. That's also and, apparently that was a Julianne Moore choice. Like hey, she decided that that, that that was this, what the character Julianne needed. Moore will never we will not appreciate Julianne Moore and her. Time. I'm going to so I'm going to I don't know where to add this. I guess I'll put it on this doc next year. We're going to have an award for choice of the year. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. Mm -hmm. That's a good the one. Julianne Moore choice of the year where it's just like, no, be, no, no, she made that. decision. And it can be director, actor. It can be, you know what I mean? But yeah. like choice of the okay. year. If we haven't said it already. Congratulations. Julianne Moore. Todd Haynes. Well, Todd Haynes didn't. We determined that's entirely Julian Moore. Julian Moore, you get this all to yourself. Netflix. Thank you, Ted Sarandos. <laughs> May, December. Ted Sarandos. On your scoot hog. Um, real quick. Uh, Scoot's a little old for her. <laughs> <laughs> Best animal performance um, goes to Snoop in Anatomy of a Fall this year. The, the Are there any other boy? nominees? I mean, I think he's the goodest boy of the year. I don't think anything comes close. He, it's truly an incredible animal performance. He gets sick yeah. and I get so scared. I was terrified. I was so scared. He starts throwing up and like seizing out. I was like, he actually has a seizure TV. and I was so upset. And then you realize that he's an actor and man, what a good boy. He's such a good boy. The next category is best lead performance. Ooh. The, uh, the Wabamis, we do lead before supporting because that's how we roll. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. The nominees are Joaquin Phoenix in Bo is Afraid, Greta Lee in Past Lives, Emma Stone in Poor Things and The Curse, Bradley Cooper in Maestro, <laughs> Killian Murphy in Oppenheimer, Zach Efron in The Iron Claw, Andrew Scott in All of Us Strangers, Sandra Huller in Anatomy of a Fall. Nathan Fielder in The Curse, Jeremy Strong in Succession, and Natalie Portman in May December. It's some good. It's it's a good slate of nominees. I you got to put Margot on there if you're doing a, if you're doing that many nominees. Margot's got to be on there. We don't we don't want Hillary to Hillary to tweet at us. Hashtag um, Hillary. Barbie, also, who is the lead of the color purple? Um, <laughs> Stickman. <laughs> Stickman. Fantasia. <laughs> Fantasia. Fantasia, who gets the and credit, the lead. How many times have you seen the lead of a movie get the and credit? Mm. That blew my mind. I was like, what is um, going on? It's just because she's not as well known. Like, so, so this would, this would be a good opportunity to give something to Margot, who will not be getting 
Best actress. A- a- it all Barbie, are you going to vote for Margot? Barbie, that, that is wanted? one, probably the most um, Wabamis of any other. Lily Gladstone should be should be recognized here. I think that's Lily a supporting role. I think it's crazy that it's everyone's just blindly accepting crazy that, that as, you would say that as lead actress like that is a supporting role. Um, I think that it's one of those things where that so I generally this is I, category fraud stupid to like fret about. But because um, like Glenn Howerton is a supporting actor in Blackberry, which like, no, the fuck he's not. He's also that's a co-lead yeah. movie. In a lot of ways, it makes sense why they put Lily Gladstone lead because she is like a core part of the movie and i feel like it's like almost kind of bad optics if you're like the white dudes are the main characters of this i know story. but y'all shouldn't have made that fucking movie that way then i mean like the in terms of like like lines you know what i mean and even screen time like it's like top two and then a big drop and then lily mm-hmm. like so i I think it's crazy. I think she's a supporting like I think she's she's kind of the heartbeat of the movie in a lot of ways. I know, I would, but I would give her a lead. And uh, I mean okay. like Hopkins come on, isn't come on, guys. Isn't 16 minutes of it. But yeah, we're, this mean, is going to Emma Stone. Yeah. We're we're vamping. <laughs> we're vamping here. It's going to Emma Stone. I know that that's that's true. Bella Baxter is one of the greatest character creations yeah. maybe in the history of modern cinema, like the last like 20 years or yeah, something like and that. And it was a big um like I said when we initially talked about it, it's like it's like an exercise you would get in an acting class, but it's nothing you would ever think you would have to do actually on screen. And it's so hard. And yeah, other actors would not succeed. It's yeah. it, the the level of difficulty is Yeah, it's it's fucking it, it's insane the amount she had to express and be like the amount the amount of different characters that she had to play while and it's not like a multiple personalities thing, like split or something. It's like they're all the same exact same character, just like, you know, very close, different variations. Right. I cannot even fathom because, you know, you know, movies shoot out of order. Um, yeah, they they um, I forget what interview it was. I, I think it was Yorgos talking about this, how they shot the movie is, you know, you go London, Lisbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, boat Paris like all these locations so some of the stuff that's in like multiple locations at the beginning and the end in I think it's London where it starts mm-hmm. right so in London she's baby and adult they shot a lot of that stuff like at the same yeah, time like, that's, that's insane that's, that's nuts. man I that's, it, that's so much more impressive that you're able to just be like oh, I'm in this state of adolescence now like Incredible, incredible work. Also, shout out to her performance in The Curse, which is just so diametrically like opposite. There's of been that clip things. of her going around on Twitter and everything that's just uh yeah unreal. She's just destroying Nathan's masculinity. Also, shout out to Nathan, who just I, I didn't know he could do what he does in The Curse, and it's good on him. Like just hands down, um, like, one of the performances of the year. Shout out! I don't want to take Cillian Murphy for granted. Uh, that he's that, gonna win the Oscar. We, well, actually, Paul Giamatti, he's not on here. Maybe maybe I, know, I should throw him I on here. Paul, I don't, Paul I don't, Giamatti should be on here. Yeah, um, I love... I love he's so fucking I good. would 100%. He would be in my top five. I think there's a chance that Paul could win the Oscar. There's a um, lot of love. I wouldn't be mad about that because of Oppenheimer winning seemingly like 10 other Oscars. Yeah. But I mean, it's going to win picture and director. Also, it... 
it is <laughs> it is tough for Killian that this is finally going to be his one time in the light, and if it does get overshadowed, for it's it, fine. It, it's a movie that like it it does not work without him and without his. No, it's yeah. He, I think it falls apart if you cast pretty much almost any of the other Nolan staples. Like you can't have somebody even like a Christian Bale in that right. role. Like you can't have someone who's that charismatic. You need somebody who's like a little bit neurotic yeah. in something that well, Killian just plays perfect. Speak, speaking of neurotic, Joaquin Phoenix is as both. Mm-hmm. I mean, That's, imagine the, the, the number of actors that would do that movie is probably one. Well, that's one <laughs> like, of the things. No, who else would do that movie? I think that that is the only bow, um, like Joaquin and bow and, uh, uh, Emma stone and poor things are the two roles where it's like no one else on yeah. earth could do that role. Even, uh, I think that maybe third on that is Margot Robbie and Barbie. Cause I don't think like when you think about Anne Hathaway and the Barbie movie, it's that movie's, a, a, that movie's might yeah. be a disaster, but like those are the types of things where it's like, this is a movie star right. performance that no one else on earth could do. Um, but with that being said, it's Emma Stone. Congratulations, Emma Stone. Sorry. Sorry, Joaquin. Shut out the Oscars and shout out the Wabamis. I hit two uh, I buttons there. That. <laughs> All right. These are these new? Those okay. are just like stock. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Presets. Well, I, it's because I, I wanted the kick applause. It. Kick it. <laughs> I wanted the applause. I mean, if if you don't want the stock, I mean, we can do a little bit of it. Wow, wow, wow. very nice. Nice. Um, who wins the Borat Award? Uh, that actually might go to Mark Ruffalo and Poor Things. Mm-hmm.